is the 77 WABC minicast. It's Sunday, and you know what that means. And this is the Dick Morris Show, presented by the Patriot Gold Group. Here's Dick Morris on 77 WABC. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Here I am, stuck in the middle with you. Yes, I'm stuck in the middle. Welcome back to the Dick Morris Show with Doug DePiro and sponsored by the Patriot Gold Group. Hey, buddy. The um, case we're talking about that could overturn the January 6th convictions and all of the rhetoric surrounding it that underpins the Democratic campaign and also underpins the indictments of Donald Trump is called Fisher versus United States. And uh, it moves to dismiss all of the January 6th indictments uh, expunge the records and and basically end the the rig the charade that's going on of saying that this was an insurrection. Now this case was originally brought by um, a guy who was actually convicted uh, under the under the act and has spent several years in jail. And uh, his name obviously is Fisher because the case is Fisher versus United States. Mm-hmm. Now, the district court, the lowest federal court, ruled in favor of Fisher throwing out the case. The government appealed, and a three-judge panel of the circuit court voted two to one against Fisher and two sustained the convictions. And now it's gone up to the Supreme Court, and four of the nine judges, the minimum required, uh, have voted to hear the case, which means they they are probably going to vote against the statute, and there may also be a fifth or a sixth vote. They just needed four to get certiorari. Now, the law that this case was brought under is part of the Sarbanes-Oxley Act of 2002. There was enacted after one of the big financial panics and the runs on banks, and particularly in view of banks fraudulently um, stating the value of assets that were completely fictitious, and uh, and it was it was part of what was called the subprime crisis, mm-hmm. and as part of that, uh, the, the 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 statute that they passed in the, this amendment that we're contesting was designed to stop the destruction of documents uh, in cor- in corporate litigation. Uh, it it's a statute that was crafted to prevent tampering with evidence in official proceedings. It can be used to prosecute act, can it be used to prosecute acts of violence in the context of a public demonstration? It's obviously a reach because it was based for white collar crimes. Prosecutors usually in these cases use the obstruction of justice charge, uh, but now they, but in this case, it would be more appropriate uh, to use things like insurrection or seditious conspiracy to describe how members of the pro Trump mob disrupted the counting of the electoral votes. Mm. But they didn't do it. Smith didn't do it because he knew he couldn't meet the burden of proof for that. So instead he's going on tampering with evidence and destroying evidence, something really that's more designed for dealing with the paper shredder than with the mob. And mm. uh, the and, and uh, now this case is really a stretch to be justified by this statute. 
and particularly something of this high profile with these many defendants, can now convicted people who've been suffering. I think it's like 300 people that are in prison over this. And, uh, and, and it's a real question as to whether, uh, whether this statute is appropriate because it's primarily aimed at white-collar crimes. Can I, can I jump in here? Yep. Originally, we talked about, you did, that this is basically, and they did not do this, that it was the reason why they, the prosecutors went after Trump was insurrection, and then he couldn't yeah. run for president again. And that turned, that didn't work for them, so they went to this. So yeah. I just wanted to mention that. you know, Right. That was the original intent of the prosecution, no? Yeah, you're correct about that. Mm-hmm. So... Um, the judge that threw out this case in the federal district court said the law required defendants to take some action with respect to a document, record, or other object, which they didn't in this case. In other words, they didn't try to shred documents or try to right. block the, the process of counting electoral votes. Mm-hmm. They had a demonstration. Uh, some of them broke into the Capitol. Some of them were let into the Capitol. But to say that they were trying to stop the counting of the electoral votes and therefore they were obstructing an official proceeding is is really totally inappropriate here. And a stretch. Yeah, a, a big, big stretch. Uh, this was aimed at curbing corporate malfeasance by outlawing things like destroying documents or tampering with witnesses or evidence. And there's no indication that this happened at all. In fact, Fisher... Uh, arrived at the Capitol after Congress had recessed, after the electoral votes were counted. The joint was closed, and uh, he can't possibly have impacted a congressional proceeding that was not happening and did not resume for six hours. So even just the technical facts of the charge are obviously fraudulent, and, uh, and, and therefore this thing really should be dismissed. Um, Perhaps notable among those affected was a guy named Jacob Edward Lang, who was one of the uh, plaintiffs in this case, uh, who uh, eyewitness accounts and films show that he repeatedly tried to save lives during the onslaught of the violence near the U.S. Capitol Tunnel. And as you know, the only death in this process was a demonstrator named Roseanne Boyland, uh, who was there completely and instantly. And uh, was there for a civil protest and, um, and was shot in that. The other injuries were injuries to police officers uh, that were part of the process. It was not this, this, by the demonstrators. This guy, Jacob Edward Lang, he's in jail right now? Yep, yep. <laughs> and it's shown that he was trying to help people? Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, this is part of an F. This is the January 6th committee. Let's just go to that. Mm-hmm was set up as soon as January 6th happened. Nancy Pelosi said, this is an insurrection, this is terror. They were trying to close down the U.S. Capitol and was part of Donald Trump's effort to stop the Electoral College from electing Joe Biden and to overturn the election. In fact, Trump and his ally, Senator Ted Cruz of Texas, asked that the count be paused and be remanded to the states that were questionable where the results were close right. to order them to see if the voting was accurately reflected and see if the count was correct. And about 25 senators joined him in that. So they were not trying to disrupt the peaceful transfer of power. 
They were not trying to overcome the election. They were calling for an audit. That was the most horrible, violent thing that they did, an audit. And uh, then Pelosi said that this was the worst thing that's ever happened. I think she actually compared it to the Civil War. And uh, and it was just just not that. What it was was like the Reichstag fire set in 1933 uh. when Hitler's people burned down the Reichstag, the capital. Right. And he blamed the communists. And he said, we're under assault. There's an insurrection and a communist revolution coming into Germany. And Hitler, who was the chancellor with the number two guy, went to the number one guy, von Hindenburg, the World War I general, who was the president of Germany, and said, please declare a state of emergency and make mm-hmm. me the Fuhrer. Give me dictatorial powers because we're under a revolutionary situation. It was since established that he had that Hitler set the fire and that it was totally a fraud that he was pulling off, and he did. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was the basis for 13 years of the Nazi dictatorship and the Holocaust and World War II that followed. 